Yo, this is in Facts. chats, and we are in our home, which is the Cube. It's London home for creators. It's for podcasters, artists, musicians, producers, all of that. It's all about recording your art and getting mm-hmm. paid for it. Ooh. And if you want a free month at the Cube, all you have to do is visit thecube.com, Q-U-B-E.com. You'll see that down below and enter in Facts into the referral field and you'll get your first month for wow. free. Yeah. Enjoy that. What up a seat? Top of the morning. Top of the morning. Top of the morning. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Okay, let's just Facts. <laughs> yeah, you call me slipping. <laughs> like, I just want a little sip of water. What? I can't even get that. <laughs> I'll say it again. You're listening to In Facts Chat. And my name is Lemzy. That's L E M Z I, the Gemini. And my name is Amelia Poems. That's P O A M Z, the Pisces. And yeah, I'm not. I'm feeling like shit. Whoa. Man, before you even <laughs> say joking. that, this is a podcast where creative millennials let off steam. We talk about our creativity and all other relevant topics. Obviously, we won't be able to do this on our own. So, we'll take the cube for sponsoring us. London's home for creators. That's and this right. is the unpacked version. So, actually, there's no there's no there's visuals. No it's just audio. It's just, <laughs> just me and you. It's a nice space. It is. It's good. It's cozy. It is. We got the cube. All right. So, well, here we go. Mm. How are you feeling? Really? really? Okay. The so, there's so much going on with me, man. I'm joking. Well, firstly, I'm actually a little bit under the weather, and it's no, it's not COVID because before COVID, there was like general. Yeah, you're just cold. ill, it? yeah, yeah, and it's okay. Feeling a bit under the weather. I feel like I've had a bit of a merry week. Mm. Um, I don't really think I slept properly at all this week. Do you think that's the main contributing factor? Probably, and I haven't yeah. really gone to the gym this week either, so I just generally haven't really felt as productive as I could be, and I also just feel like this going out life for me. I just don't know if I'm about it anymore. <laughs> Retirement soon yeah, pending. Like. I just don't know if I'm about it anymore. Um, so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a new week tomorrow. I'll feel good. Like it will pass. You yeah, know, everything. Um, nothing is permanent in life. Everything is temporary. That's right. And there is the good side of that, the bad side of that, and the good side of this is that this mood is not permanent. It's only temporary. Okay, I'm gonna ask you then. Can All you right. give me two things that you're grateful for? Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) Come on, gratuity. Let's do it. I'm very grateful for um, the ability to grow from every situation. I feel like I'm very, yeah, I'm very, very grateful for that because you just know sometimes if things aren't going your way or you're in a rut, you know that there's always that potential to grow and change from it. Yes, sir. Um, So yeah, I'll say that's one thing I'm very grateful for. I would also say I'm very grateful for my family. I think Jeez. I say I've been spending a lot of time at home. That's nice. And uh, yeah, it's nice. Not everyone has that. And for real. exactly. For real. And like I've got a night. I've got a safe, secure roof over my head, and mm-hmm. I can never take that for granted. There's food on the table. There's there's hot water that comes out of a tap. Like Boom. so, I'm grateful for the small things. Oh, I see what Excellent. you're doing. There here. we go. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's, 
this day has just gotten a lot better. Oh, Look at that. I get it, Mr. Positive. <laughs> P, you're pushing P, are you? And pushing you know positive. That phrase, is that what that means? I don't know. I'm like, I'm lost. There's certain know. things that do make me feel aged, and that's one of them. As soon as I see this P, and even people using the little P emoji, I'm yeah, thinking, over my head. You're pushing P, bro. Pushing P, yeah. But how are P. you? Really? really? I am in a really good space. I love that for you. I feel just so at peace. I can't lie. Pushing P. I'm pushing P. I'm <laughs> pushing, pushing P. My P's peace. So I'm pushing P all day long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I feel I feel good. Like what, what does what does peace feel like to you? I feel very um undisturbed and mm. I feel very centered and quite um I don't know if relaxed is the word, but I do I do feel quite relaxed generally speaking. Mm. And I think even say gym. I managed to just squeeze it in this morning before oh, we even okay. linked up. But that's the only time this week I've been as well. I was like, do you know what? It's just that week. It's just that kind of week where it's like it might not happen. But guarantee you. in a couple of weeks' time, we'll probably both be like, it's the fourth time this week. <laughs> like we're yeah, in it. Yeah, we're yeah, active yeah. again. Like it will happen. So yeah. right now, I think I'm good because there's just a bunch of stuff happening. And even when it's not happening, I'm like, oh, thank God I can just chill. Absolutely. So yeah, I'm at peace, man. Okay, and two things that you're grateful for right now. Ooh, us driving here. Mm. Even when we got out of the car and it started hitting me, I was like, thank God we ain't got to go on the tube. Mm. Just today, that was... Good thing I came to pick you up, innit? Mm, mm, <laughs> mm, mm. Yeah, how's that pink license of yours? It's, it's, it's still good, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, okay, yeah. That's defo one. And number two, I think I'm just very grateful for like appreciating that I'm in this moment of peace right now mm. it? and I can actually be like comfortable in it because sometimes yeah. I'm a bit uh, everything's a bit too cool and comfortable mm. something bad's gonna happen and yeah I'm anticipating the worst for no reason in it but I'm good I'm very good I live in that but like I said, Trust. not everything My is permanent. Yeah. <laughs> it's only temporary. There you go, it's like, when is this going to mess up? <laughs> I'm joking, nah, man. Nah. Life is, I feel, it's about being content anyway. It's not mm. about like always having high moments or always about having low moments it's about exactly like always being super happy because there's like the negative side because they call it like um toxic positivity isn't it super facts yeah super and that's why even it's just about being real in it just keep it real you're not feeling great today (laughs) trust me like there'll be a day i walk in here and i'll be like po i don't even want to do this shit right now and i will wait i'll be like i knew he'd get you one day bro because i'm the turbulent one man (laughs) when i look over some of the episodes i'm like okay wow people are really seeing like the shades of me boy but i just keep it real man no i think it's important because i even thought about this in the shower this morning where i was like you know what the one thing i hope that like I can represent people around me like mm. a will represent is just authenticity and integrity yeah. more than anything because I can't remember if it was like unpacked or in even the first episode where we were talking and I was saying how some people had previously like put me on a bit of a pedestal mm. in their perspective and I was like I don't like that yeah, yeah because yeah, yeah. that clearly means that I'm not showing you everything where there's the flaws and all yeah but all, some all people that stuff, that, but that's also the reasons why some people will put you on a pedestal because you can be real. Do you true. know what I mean? True, 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 so, true. It's fine, man. Take us as we are. Yeah, we man. ain't trying to be You're like that. Right now. <laughs> but there's just a few things I want to get off my chest, yeah? Yeah, let's get into it, innit? Yeah. Yeah, you were saying. Obviously, the episode just before this, anyway, we, we cut it up with EK, whole type yeah, Eclipse. EK. Um, this year is going to be a good year for him, dropping a lot 100%. of products. Projects. Projects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we did kind of touch on um, this idea that, like, 
when you when your grandma is so you go to the set, you know, you have to kind of affirm, you know, I'm the best in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I guess the loosely bravado. yeah, which loosely does kind of bring me to this to this conversation around egos in the industry mm. and whether they are helpful, mm. whether we need them. Like, like for instance, to give it context, like recently I went to an industry event. The way I'm going in my career, I sh- I will be in more of these. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, and it's not like the first kind of place that I've been to when like, oh, right, you look around and there's bare people. Yeah, but yeah. obviously, that like, this was an event, like, for the music industry. Yeah. Everywhere you look, there was people that you knew. But I just, when I was in that event, I just kind of, like, obviously I was gassed to be there. Mm. But at the same time, I just kind of felt this, sense of fakeness as really? well yeah, like just all around bit. not from everyone yeah but there was just almost this like just fakeness that <laughs> i just don't know i just I, you know the first thing i thought to myself was i was like i get it why some artists or like some celebrities are almost seen as anti because they ain't going to the after parties or yeah, whatever yeah, they're just yeah. cutting because they just they want to do shit with it the people the that they yeah shit, like yeah. people that are real and like obviously i'm not saying everyone in the industry is fake or whatever but there was this level of kind of i'm only going to talk to the people that i know in here mm. or if you could do something for me yeah. other than that like there's no need to kind of talk to anyone else yeah, yeah. which i found a bit of a shame because f- wh- like when you look at your journey whether you are an artist or, I mean, also we're in a day and age now of influencers where it almost does bring, like... Blurred lines yeah, as well. Yeah, just blurred like, lines of, like, what, yeah, what do you yeah, do? Yeah, what are you bringing? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, what's your offering right now? Is it just followers? Kind yeah. Of thing? It's like, okay, where do we go from here? Like, what's what's the conversation about? What's the the networking angle as well? This is do it. we want to have a good... I remember you said the word transactional. Yeah. we want to have a transactional... What's the word? Like dynamic. I yeah, guess, exactly. It? Or, yeah, interaction. That's it. Yeah, because yeah, because I get it with artists. Even though it kind of lets me down a little bit when artists, when you've seen their journey and they come up and then suddenly they have this. I, well, I don't even know them, but it comes across that they have this ego about them that no mm. one can chat to me anymore. When it's kind of like, um, but you were doing sets, open mic sets, like you yeah, yeah, you were yeah, doing yeah. around you. just like <laughs> everyone else, and now yeah. you're at this point. But then again, yeah, with influencers, which I don't want to discredit the work that they do because I don't think I have the time to be sitting up cho- chopping up content all the time to be feeling. It's you hard how long work. And hard that is. TikToks are not easy. Hard <laughs> they look like work. the most simple thing in the world, but people who bang out multiple a day, credit to you because boy, no, honestly, I'm not built it's, for yeah, that. I'm exactly. Not built. So I don't discredit what they do. Yeah, yeah, However, yeah. how do you like what? What is this ego with some influencers <laughs> where it's almost like you can't chat to me now? But then it's like, okay, if we really break down, you know, is it talent that you have or is it just you're popular? Like, what is it? Yeah, and then it comes down to okay. What is what is the value that you're not yeah. providing, but what's the value you believe that you're holding? Because if it is something where in your mind people can't chat to me because I have X amount of followers, for instance, mm. then really all you're saying to yourself is that as long as there's bots that are building up yeah. this number of people that <laughs> yeah. show there's 100K plus or whatever, you're content with that. And then anybody else who's not matched up to that level, you also find a discontent for that. Mm. And it's like... Uh, plus, if you're at a in- music industry event, yeah. are you even in the right oh, field yeah, where this, this should be the vibe? Is this what we should be? <laughs> like? And this is it, though, because I saw a tweet that said, like, raw, like, I'm seeing more influencers being invited to these music industry events, and it's like, instead of artists. Yeah. And it's kind of like, 
Yeah, does that make sense? Which at the same time I get, everyone consumes music. So yeah, I guess yeah, yeah. if you are consuming it and you are essentially a customer as well, yeah. then yeah, you should be involved in that. And if you've got like, I don't know, the following, the clout or whatever. <laughs> but still, when I was at this event, I kind of thought, now imagine if everyone in this room was like artists and it was about mm. the music and how much more networking there could yeah, essentially yeah, yeah. be. Or is it like we almost have to like decorate with the the influencers? And I, I don't even, really don't even want to say sound shady at all because it's not just influence. It's just it's not. people that you wouldn't necessarily attribute to being in yeah, a it's just because they got a name industry yeah. event. Yeah, and that was something I was speaking to a few people about this kind of thing the other day because the Brits wasn't too long ago mm. and people, oh, did you watch it? Did you watch it? And yeah. I didn't. Um, I just didn't. I did see some of the highlights and everything, and I think it's amazing that. No, what Dave did, that performance, mm. sick. Little Sims and her speech yeah. and the fact that she won something, sick. Mm. Yeah, great. There was a lot of good key moments that I saw. But ultimately, what I envisage when I see a lot of these things is the social slash business engineering of the music industry. Like, yeah. we all love Adele. Adele <laughs> Adele is yeah. Adele. We love her. We love her music. We love what she does, etc. We're at a point where if she's in your category, you can't win. Like you just yeah. can't win no matter what because yeah. really and truly the uh, album was good, but really there was better albums this year by British artists. Who? Lil Sims. Yeah. <laughs> I could say that straight away off the top of that. That was a better album, yeah. but something like the Brits kind of just feels like the British music industry showcase to the world of yeah. this is what we have on offer. Come and watch us. These are our. These are the people we're pipping as our rising stars. These are our. Mm real superstar breadwinners the Adele Ed Sheeran's Dua Lipa's except yeah because even pop slash R&B listen as a- we need to just talk about that properly well that really no because that's laziness for me and <sighs> that makes me feel like is it really music lovers that are creating exactly. this platform because pop slash R&B I even said to you that's like going a rock slash reggae fucking yeah, it's so category. lazy it's so lazy and then even when you look at the nominees it's like what yeah because they're two very just like there's obviously slight crossovers you can be a poppy r&b singer or whatever the other blend might be but when r&b lends itself into stuff like the blues Mm. rhythm and blues like yeah exactly and it brings in stuff of elements of hip-hop and stuff it's like we're straying away from whatever that pop angle is and someone like dua lipa has said bare times like she wants to be a pop star yeah so cool put her in this pop category whoever else is in there just pop and let them have their thing and run with it R&B is a whole and the UK R&B scene oh. does seem to get just minimalized it's ridiculous. all the time it's ridiculous and like, we have such sick artists when I think about Jack James I actually really don't understand why Jack James is not way bigger than he actually oh, is man. and he's doing numbers and I always find it such a shame as well that a lot of UK R and B artists have to go to America to get recognition oh, over here. Like, that's can we George wake? Smith, LMA, they what? all had to do that. As do you know well. what I mean? Can we wake up? Like, can we wake up? Because I, I think I've said this multiple times. That I feel like over here, even though we are, I, I think the like the majority of music listeners over here, it feels it feels like we can only consume one type of music at a time. Yeah. Like it's grime time, it's drill yeah, time, it's funky house time. Do you know like, what I mean? It's like it's right never. Now it's, I'm a piano time. <laughs> <laughs> anything else like oh, like, Afrobeat? That's old. Like, yeah. <laughs> like what? It's like we can actually celebrate all the different art forms at the same time, 100%. but especially the R and B scene over here, it's just like yo, we've got some serious talent, Gee. and we just what. 
and and the thing is, and then we have when we have moments where we can highlight it, we choose. We do team. pop slash R and B exactly, and that's the thing, and that's why I mean like the engineering of it. It's mm. like Dua Lipa, she has to win something because yeah. it's Dua Lipa, like she yeah. does numbers. It makes sense, but when we don't even have um a board or an organization mm. that is there to represent R and B, there is no R and B quote unquote darling in the uk at the moment there's yeah. no one who we're holding up and saying all right you're going to be the face of this kind of thing because we could even look at i don't know daves and storms and say okay you guys are you're going to represent mm. the rap just rap <laughs> whether it's grime hip-hop whatever yeah, you're yeah. just representing rap in the uk adele you're superstardom dua lipa your pop and it's so narrow-minded right now mm. and that's one of my huge frustrations with the music industry because it feels like as you just said, there's such a, a plethora of, and a palette of different types of art and art forms and artists who really, really are amazing and have been grinding for time. Someone like Shay Lingo comes to mind because he mm. even stepped back from doing music. I don't know if he's coming back now, but he publicly said in Instagram oh, not too he? long ago. Yeah, it was just like, this is jarring. Like, yeah. obviously stuff was probably going on in his own personal life as well, but the contributing factor is we know how long he's been doing bits like i remember going to open mics with him not with him but at the same open mics mm. 10 years ago or something mm. eight years ago maybe actually but it gets to that point where it's like i don't think i can do anything more yeah, myself no. you need not a cosign but you just need something that has a bit of leverage to push you but that's why i want i want us as consumers to recognize how the power that we have yeah, that's why facts. i'm big on discovering artists i'm just not gonna let spotify tell me what i need to be listening to mm. because best believe it's all those deals with the labels and stuff that they have where facts. they release <laughs> music straight on there and and this is it as well it's because it's like because now I've, I've got a bit more of an insight of the industry like it's so orchestrated it's yeah, yeah, so yeah. like yeah. it's not it's once you, not if you surprise, just got a good like, manager a of a good ass deal that knows people at spotify really well you're getting flung onto those on those 100%. playlists yeah. like like honestly i'm not gonna name names <laughs> but there's definitely some eyes that i'm like okay yeah you're gr- you're good but you're not that great mm. but you're 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 suddenly everywhere and is it like I don't know? No, 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 no. <laughs> it when you when you really deep it, yeah, and you look at it for what it actually is, it is very icky. Like it is icky because you think, like, yeah. why is this person getting so much support? Why why are we all of a sudden just endorsing one act as well or mm. one sound? For instance, it's like because I even remember who's it was uh, Digger D tune came on mm. when I was in some calf. And they were playing just old school tune, old school tune, yeah. old school tune. Then Digger D Pump 101 came on, uh, and old school, old school tune. And I was thinking, first of all, all these old school tunes, we've been hearing these same songs for mm. 25 years nearly or something. Like, mm. they're great records. I get it in it. But come on, I like, know. radio should be innovative rather than just reflective of what's <laughs> happened already. But then even with the Pump 101 thing, I actually like that tune a lot. I like it. it. It's I a like good it because the beat. It's a, you, do you remember it, the 50 cent version of yeah, yeah, yeah yeah like it's a sick tune even though and to be fair like diggity even though it jars me because i don't want to be listening to lyrics like that to be quite well, honest <laughs> this you. is the thing for the radio and what we understand radio to be which is mm. censorship really you would not really imagine a song with that kind of context yeah. on the radio but because it's diggity i know you, they whoever i can't remember what station it was but they have to play it yeah and yeah. they will even censor it like they won't they get a clean version sent to them someone like me get a clean version make sure you got this it's like no 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 diggity let's just, we have to we, we're gonna play it we'll clean it up and then it's out there for everyone to hear which is so interesting as well yeah because it's like 
radio was and has been like the main way that we'd consume music before obviously way before dsps and all that way before that and almost like when the digital streaming platforms came on and you could stream music in a way it became more like well we can listen to what we want to listen to whenever we want to listen to it now but then now with the yeah but now with the playlist we're almost still falling back into this idea of being spoon-fed the music that you should be listening to and again i make the point of if you're actually a music lover go out and actively try and find artists because best believe those artists. like firstly i think the the most important time for an artist it's when they've just started mm. and they're going off that raw support, yeah, like yeah, just 100. random people <laughs> yeah. or like your friends around you. That is when you're going to yeah. need, because once you land yourself, and I'm not saying you don't need to, you need to stop supporting artists, but I find it very interesting how, let's just say you, right? You're an yeah. artist, yeah? yeah? Let's just say I would never, ever play your shit. I would never repost it, but I will be reposting, let's say, Skepta all the time, all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So doesn't really need that support. He doesn't need that visibility anymore. But, Artists on the come up yeah. need that. 100%. But why do we feel like, what, what is, what? I feel like a lot of it now, especially, comes down to social value in it. Because uh. your association to reposting me is not going to give you uh. a lot of credit or credibility. Mm. Like, But once you do a sceptic thing, that's also got social, it's already got social value there. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. people know it, it's recognisable. People already like it, whether it's just because it's his name the actual song or whatever it is, the brand of Skepta is going to make it seem like, oh, okay, cool, this person knows what they're talking about. They're listening to the right kind of stuff. Whereas, as you said, it takes active approach for someone to find something new, mm. give it a chance, yes, and then also go and endorse it as well. Yes. So it's, it is a lot of rallying the troops and really like being committed to rallying the troops. I go, guys, come, come, come. I need like a team of you to, just to push what I'm doing is well. like it's a lot even for what we do right now because mm. it's not just music yeah, it's even yeah. like with the podcast or whatever you're doing if you're a fashion person if you're into your art to get to that point where you have quote-unquote social value it's very difficult because mm. obviously there's so many people in this I guess in this tier group if you want in it but that's why when you see the shaylingos or artists of that kind of not just caliber but at that point in their career feeling the way that they do it's it's a detriment man because mm. the uk could be losing out on such great oh. talent just because no one's for except idris elbow obviously you went and signed him but like no one's really thinking let me let me be active yeah. <laughs> let me not be reactive just and to the fact they got a hundred thousand player or whatever and this is why i love platforms like colors mm. on youtube love that yes. platform yes this is also why i love selection and and i feel like music music real music lovers mm-hmm. love these other platforms where you're going to be introduced to nude artists and that and the thing is with people like colors and selection like the amount of artists i've been introduced introduced to through selection's playlists and yeah. through, through their um dj sets and stuff and the same with colors and it's like you then trust their judgment on it like yeah. you trust that like okay if they've got them on i mean there's some there's some hit and misses with colors of but there, but it's interesting though because even when they've brought on some artists that are, are like I'd say almost bigger and cloutier I'm like Carlos why are you doing that yeah do you know what I mean yeah, <laughs> like yeah, for instance <laughs> for instance when they had Alicia Keys come on I didn't know how I felt about that because I was I like I don't even think I saw that yeah, one yeah Alicia Keys had one okay. I think with Sir I think oh 
Maybe which, I did actually. Yeah. Which makes more sense, I think, maybe with Sir, because I think he already had a colours anyway. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was a bit like, no, colours. <laughs> this is not the platform <laughs> yeah, for that. It. Like, this is the platform for your Knox, for your Georgia Smiths mm-hmm. back in the day, mm-hmm. for your um, Mahalia, That's it. So for your Pit Millet. <laughs> even though <laughs> there was a time, though, where people were dragging colours there because they were like, they just keep bringing on. Make sure it's yeah. the same sound. <laughs> I remember and that I, little. I heard there. what they were saying though. I knew that was around like green tea pens. Yeah, it was, <laughs> all the, and it was like I'm gonna sing yeah, really yeah, yeah. slow. <laughs> Which the annoying I get thing though. was, yeah, when when they said it, I was like, ah, do you know what? Think, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. true. It's right. I'm hearing it. It I'm is right, it. but um, yeah, but I I love colors because I could trust that they're good. I feel like they. I mean, you probably know more of the process of of how you get your colors because you have to apply and stuff, innit? Or it's two pronged, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, people do do submissions and everything, um, but they also probably yeah go they out have and find people. exactly like they kind of have their own A and R's as well. Yeah, you yeah, scout yeah. People, like, yeah, you should come on. But you see people though not like big or anything. Mm. I remember seeing Dre and Mac on there, Flo High on yeah. there before any numbers or anything. Yeah, thinking, oh, he's what sick, you know. And they're from South London or whatever, and yeah. you're thinking, oh, these local. Not to minimise anyone, but local-based artists, no. like, it's and, sick. And even when it's, like, you've gone back, because, like, for instance, I didn't even know Hack Baker done a colours. And yeah. it's only because more recently where I've, like, been, like, really fucking with Hack Baker's music. I was like, oh, raw. And then that even gives colours for me more weight, because it's, exactly. like, it's like, oh, you, you knew. Yeah, exactly. exactly, you knew about these artists, but and they rightfully did grow and grow and grow. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I think in terms of, like, the industry and its cloutiness, can count not be the death of us, please? <laughs> Can it not be the death of us, please? But do you know what? On the flip side, yeah, there there needs to be a space for those people who, or those artists, or those people of the industry who it's like, do you know what we've done? Like, say Alicia Keys, for instance. Mm. As you just said, it's like, ah, oh, you wouldn't really want to see her on colours, it? because it, it feels too inauthentic. It's mm. like, oh, you're just going for that person. Those people who surpass colours level or mahogany level or so far sounds level, etc. <laughs> yeah. They need a space as well, innit? Which it just so happens to be that's the radio. And I mm. think that's why even when I'm saying I'm at peace, one of the things I'm at peace with is the fact that okay, where I sit right now, and not just me, I feel I'm very reflective of a lot of independent artists in it, because mm. we have X amount of budget, X yeah. amount of time, because we gotta go and do another job and all this kind mm. of stuff. We have finite resources in terms of producers and people that are going to come in and contribute to your sessions etc it's like cool let's not even look at the brits <laughs> like yeah. it's not quite for us yet like but, there's a lot of us who can get there but say even sims best newcomer on her fourth album yeah like it's embarrassing it doesn't even make it's sense but it's like cool just keep grinding keep working keep doing but the right quote-unquote things but, th- but this, this is when it's like i'd expect more from the mobos and i don't think really mm. the mobos did it for me last year mm, like i don't really I d- remember you know yeah but this is i don't really think it was i mean obviously better than the brits in a way but the brits obviously has got to co- cover more but the mobos is for music of black origin and i remember actually watching it some of it and just still thinking a bit like mm. but maybe this is the, maybe this is the case with any award show like it's gonna be like this like it's never gonna be that real and authentic it's never gonna be you know really about bigging up the artist from the ground up Mm. like because even central see i remember when he came up and he got his thing he was like well i ain't really a newcomer (laughs) 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 he said 
But yeah, like, I mean, I, there's definitely winners of some categories that I very much questioned. Yeah. Hold tight, Gets, though, because Gets won. Was he, he best rap? I what, think I so, know. yeah. Even though I was like, Gets, this has been a long time fucking coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, even just seeing on his Insta all the different things, like Enemy, Brit, all the different things mm. he's been nominated for. It's like, this just feels like right and like it should have been happening but yeah, yeah. it's here now so that's a great thing for somebody like him because yeah. it? it's been it's been coming who would you say an artist that just has not got the recognition they deserve right now by now mm, i would say i would say someone like Shaylinga. yeah genuinely like because even i put him in the same kind of bracket i guess this weird alternative hip-hop thing which is just anyone who's not drill or grime or uk mm. rap in it um I put him at the same levels as like the Kojis, the Little Sims, mm. the even Slow Ties, if you put him in that oh, kind yeah, of bracket yeah. as well. And it's like, I don't think enough people understand how good Shailingo is. Yeah. Like, and again, it's just it's just a credibility thing. Like he's not seen outside of a lot of the normal circles that you might see someone who does quote unquote alternative, um, alternative rap. So he's mm. been on Colours years yeah. ago and it was sick. He's been doing a lot of stuff, whether it was go on GRM, link up, he's mm. done all of those things. But yeah, man, levels and just the engineering of this industry, it's it's tight. What about you? Who would you say? Do you know what? A name that popped in my head was Shay Universe. Uh. I think her voice is so distinctive. I, th- I remember one time I, I was watching something, like, oh, I think I was watching like, um, like a music video. But you know, in America, they do like these short films as music videos. I can't remember yeah. what the artist was. And I remember hearing this, woman's voice and i was like oh that's shay that's shay universe mm. her voice is so distinctive so distinctive that personally i feel like she should be further than she actually is in terms of her range of what she can cover but then it also really does bring me to this point here where is it because because okay <clears throat> go, there. go there go <laughs> okay there. so i did now i'm a fan of adele I'll never take away from, especially her writing. It's yeah. incredible. She's an amazing singer. But I did have to ask my mum, mum, if Adele was black, do you think she'd be as big Answer's as no. she is now? And she was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> Answer is no. Oh, hell no. And I look at some of these artists, and some artists are very, very big because it's almost like they've got the sound of a black person, mm. but they're not black. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. On code. And then Amelia, I do. This is the <laughs> truth. <isn't it? laughs> like, this is the truth. And I look at, <laughs> and this is why when, when I, especially in the R&B scene as well, and then there's, or just in general in our scene where you have like dark-skinned women mm. or even like dark-skinned men that just are not getting as far. They Like, let's just say if they were maybe a few shades lighter and looked yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. different, then they might be further yeah. than they are. So I think... That in itself is a major con of the industry as well because... Because even when you're saying industry, I mm. think even to define that, it's like the established or the establishments of the music industry. So whether it's the record labels or established radio stations, established publications, maybe like a music week or whatever. And who are the people that get most represented Mm. in those? Because I always think of like, I always think of someone like H for instance, and that hella talented good good rapper good mm. artist he kind of got most of his notoriety first of all from the freestyle he did a kind of straight yeah. or something which was cool yeah and then the remix was it keisha Be- yeah keisha becky that oh remix, yeah so yeah yeah so obviously that's russ and tion wayne's thing mm. then there's him and there's a bunch of other people j1 etc 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 his verse is good in it but i think 
the the follow through from that was just so disproportionate. Mm. And some of the places where you might see an H place, because Russ and Tion are still getting loads of success. Yeah. But it's not from like, quote unquote, the industry. It's more mm. from platforms or more from the way they've managed to get themselves into playlists. It just feels like they've gone through a whole different way of getting that success than mm. where you might see an H or an Adele or even nowadays an RD and stuff. And it's not to take away from yeah. the talent or commitment that exactly. these people have put into their art, but it's very clear and obvious very. that there's, and probably it's just, this might also be where the consumers are come into mm. it as well, because we live in England. England oh, is yeah. what, 90 <laughs> or 88% english as soon as you see someone who reflects you especially in a way where it's like that's kind of cool because you sing like a black woman or you rap yeah, like that the rest soul. of the art yeah exactly you <laughs> <laughs> or you rap just like the rest of the artists around yeah. you are probably black as well it's mm. like okay this is sick but yeah man it's 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 definitely a factor we see it eminem when he came through he mm. always said it himself like yeah i wouldn't be as big as i am if i wasn't yeah Why, like it's just and the truth yeah. <laughs> it's just the truth yeah and I, yeah and it also i guess it does take back that onus on us as consumers of again stop allowing yourself just to be spoon-fed the playlist the artists and I, but then again i think i'm a little bit of a person where i don't i think i deliberately try to go against the mainstream artists in a way like mm. i want to be that person of like oh, i discovered this yeah, 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 yeah. i want I've, i love that because for me i'm like i'm about to bust you yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you know what i mean like yeah. so it, it comes a part of it plus just loving that music i wanted to find especially when the uk do you know what artists i just honestly even now i'm like it's taking them this long mm. to get recognized in Knox. Yeah, and even then, it's like it's, he's still yeah. yeah he's there's not, still like there's a push th- that could go exactly, there as well. But like he's been doing this shit for a time, and it sounds always been different. Mm. And it's like, and it's the same with Koji as well, which makes a hell of a lot of sense. While them two obviously like collabed on yeah, music yeah. and stuff like that, but even like Shay Lingo falls in, into all yeah. of that as well. And it's like, I feel like that that kind of different sound it takes people longer longer to get on board of it. And even Koji's having to probably go more, like change his sound a little bit so it's more palatable for a wider audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it's like, are we, cut, like, are we almost, what's the word? Cutting our arm off in it a little bit in terms of like consumers of what, the, the, the brilliance of music we can consume because basically oh, we, we have to make it sound like <laughs> everything else basically for us to enjoy it yeah no we are 100 like mm. a lot of people are missing out on very very good music but that's because as you said it's not spoon fed to them yeah. i remember koji and i think shit, i'm gonna bring che in again but i know definitely koji last year around this kind of time anyway last year 2021 was really putting this out of don't call me underrated because mm. the people that know me rate me. Yeah, yeah, people yeah. People that yeah. know Nux rate Nux. People that know Shay rate him. People that know Sims rate her. People that know they rate these people. So it's not the fact that they're underrated. Yeah. It's just that they're underacknowledged. Like mm. they're not given a fair opportunity to be like going against the people who are getting all the numbers or just the not the clout. Yes, that's not fair. But the people that are the most commercially successful. It's yeah. like then we don't have the opportunity. But you're rated. Like these are really rated artists. As you said, Nux is sick. He's been so doing sick. his thing. And because it's different, again, that's where the industry um distinction comes in. The industry knows what works for it. As in mm. if you just think of the industry as an engine, it knows that it needs a certain amount of fuel, a certain type of fuel to ensure that the car can take itself a hundred miles away. 
if you start giving it something different, like a Koji might or yeah, all these names we've no, already mentioned, yeah. the engine might start stuttering because it's like, oh, are we ready for this type of fuel? Like, I don't know how we manage this and it might only go 50 miles. Yeah. Yeah. But then, yeah it's something that the industry needs to work out for what itself. Is this like industry, industry, <laughs> industry. It's it like, just needs to work. We it also out, forget. Like, do you know what I find funny with when we use terms like industry, institutions, organizations? It's we almost we take the people out of it. It's people that true, make these it's decisions. It's people, yeah. It's people that make these decisions, and they hide behind all the this language. That's true. So it's almost like a a system that we can't change. Mm. We can absolutely change it, and that's why. And this is it, though. That's why I think the the importance of Channel U and what that was. Super fun. Because it was we very much run what was on Channel U. You had yeah. anyone, whatever level you were, to me. And that was very much for a sound that wasn't getting its recognition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why also, when it's like, when I look at the history of, when I, I'll say like music of black origin yeah. in the UK, we've always had to fight to make space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know whether our, our place is in the mainstream because we've always had to fight to make our own channels, have our own radio shows. Mm. Like we're going to make space. And it's almost like, let's not now create the same barriers that were the barriers that were stopping us getting where we wanted to get yeah, to yeah, yeah. let's not have that elitism yeah. please yeah, like yeah, yeah. let's not let's not lose touch from where our music came from and how hard it is for black artists yeah. to come up because this clickiness it's like <laughs> please remember like remember our history like like ek was saying well, grime it, it started from like everyone crowded up in one in fucking it. room <laughs> it's tight <laughs> it's sweaty it's uncomfortable let's not lose and it even though it's competitive like everyone in that room understands okay cool we're all going in with the same intention yeah. hopefully with a similar outcome as well like we're all going to try and get onto the microphone we're all going to come mm. with some bars pre-prepared we're all going to make sure that if something's sick we're real in our response to it like whatever it is mm. wheel it up anything like that can't get lost along the way to commercial or it shouldn't get lost too much along the way to commercial success it's hard for certain artists though because i know that as i said before like a Stormzy, for instance, he's all of a sudden he's just the face of yeah, a no. whole multitude of cultures, and it just gets painted as a uh, black rap or mm. whatever. And it's like, yeah, that's a big burden I can imagine for one individual to yeah. have to carry. But you're right, that's where it's like the people around him, those who don't even create the music, it's like, all right, how can we alleviate you of being just that one yeah. individual who's upholding all of this? It's like, oh, mm. this is where whoever fits in and this other person fits in mm. okay now we have an r&b category yeah oh my gosh look at that amazing but even Pause. like with, with r&b and there's a few artists particularly like black and women artists that have spoken about this where they do not create r&b music yeah yeah, but yeah. Uh, they, rachel chinariri yes, yes, wrote a yeah. massive and i props to her yeah she wrote something on twitter um on social media just speaking about the fact that she creates electronic indie music, but because she's a yeah. black woman, it always gets like put Straight under the category of R and B. Yeah, R and B. And this is another thing. Like she also said at the beginning, that wasn't the case. Mm. People were very just clear with what she was making. It was yeah. indie pop, those electronic, all of those mm. elements, and people knew that. And all of a sudden, when it got to a certain stage, it just became what you just described of R and B alternative r&b yeah. soul <laughs> just like, i don't make any of this they're not my influences yeah. like, it's not what i put in my stuff 
So where does that come from? And that, well, like, where does that well, bias come from? Well, where does that bias come from? Well, well. But yeah, and the thing is, I can understand though, especially in those industries, even though it's like, I think, again, we need to remember a lot of our roots because there's so much music. Like, it makes me laugh as well. Like, I remember on Twitter at one point, everyone was like, you know, unce unce music is like essentially <laughs> white people's music. But house music very much derived term, from black culture. Like... Let's not, just because that's not what is put in front of our face. Oh my God, there was a post and I, oh, I can't remember it of how they put it. But or I think it might be even been a video of all the black women that have been forgotten about within the house scene. Wow. If you if you think about house music though, who's talking Sample, on it most of the time? Those voices that in the beginning, there. there was house. Yeah. <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> hey, we need you on a house tune, man. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But it's, it's so interesting how we see house music as is white music. Well, no. And then what what do you do as a black artist then? Almost going into this quote unquote white territory Mm. and you're 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 busting through with every right because essentially music is about sounds that we make. It's not about the color of your skin. Yeah, Yeah, it's about sounds you make. And then you're trying to go into that direction and then you're just flung over to the R and B side. (laughs) Or you're flung over to the rap side, you know, where when really you create grime and UK rap. Like, do you know what I mean? It's just this laziness which makes me feel like it's because the people making these decisions, they're not real music lovers. They're probably lovers of the industry and the money and that's the thing, it makes, it? but not the love of music. That, again, is a major key. When we're talking about the industry, another distinction is, are you looking at the music or mm. are you looking at the product? Like, yeah. Because... As soon as the artist or the art just becomes an asset or a product, you don't care about it. You don't care. Mm. <laughs> Go do whatever you're doing in the studio. Yeah, just make it sound good enough that I know how to put this in a certain space. We ne- And that's why you hear a lot of artists, when they have been signed, they come out of the deal, especially in America. Yeah. I feel like this happens where like, oh my gosh, I wish I never got signed. And mm. oh my gosh, they always used to say, I have to sit with this artist and do it in this way. One of the most recent ways, um, recent examples of how that whole journey can really falter an artist i think it's tiana taylor i was gonna say tiana, tiana no no tiana oh. taylor ah uh, yeah like everything she was saying about the process of her probably the last album that she released like this is not what oh, i made really? i didn't catch that what was she saying basically she had because <laughs> she was under good music with kanye mm. and all of them lot and kanye decided i think kanye let me just say good music had decided they're gonna release seven albums over seven weeks and they're all seven tracks each pretty oh, much okay. yeah it was like a you know numerology i don't know right. like, oh, they're going, they're going okay. for something in it like as a concept as an idea it's like all right, cool that could be interesting in it yeah. but really and truly it just means album number one by the time is week number six everyone's probably forgotten about that because they're already just fixated on what this one is i can't remember where along the line hers was but the actual project that came out she must have created like a long length uh, a proper LP mm. which might have had 13 tracks on it or something different sounds different production etc but literally onto the date of it coming out it was just getting cut 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 until it was about seven tracks some of the stuff that she thought was going to be in it from like a day or two before had gone so the actual body of work that went out because she doesn't own her music really uh, yeah. wasn't what she had, wasn't even what she thought might come out a couple of days before so she's kind of left with this do I even want to endorse yeah. this thing that doesn't sound like what I really wanted to create? It's tough. It's really, really tough for a lot of artists when you don't have autonomy over what's mm. actually going out. When you're told you've got to sit with this person, these are the producers or the executive producers who are going to come in 
finish all your work. But I mean, you know, the benefit is you get loads of money. <laughs> but this <laughs> is it though, as well. <laughs> and I think this is also like a reflection of like where we are now with how we consume music, how quick we consume music now. Yeah. So like we're both creators, we're both artists. And yeah. I, I think me and you both know and have felt the frustrations of like having to feel like you have to create something. Yeah. But it's not authentic, like authentically like flowing to you. Mm. And... I see it now with the music industry of how quickly we consume music, how quickly we forget about music now. And this pressure then for artists to have to be creating and flinging out, flinging out, flinging out, flinging out. But creativity doesn't work like that. (laughs) It doesn't work in a nine to five like concept. It doesn't work in a like, you have to produce this, this amount of work in this amount of time for you to get it out. And that is incredibly frustrating because now I'm thinking of Tiana, um, Tiana Taylor, and are we then really, are we really hearing her art no, that way? We're are we not. hearing our gift? We missed always, out on some stuff. Yeah, I don't know if there was something subsequently released, but the fact that was what was given to us, and she herself was like, "This ain't it. Like, this is not what I wanted out." But because other people who essentially know the business side of it. Mm-hmm. Which, that, sorry, that really annoys me, you know? That really annoys me. It's jarring. <laughs> it's jarring. It's, it's like, you're not the artist. You're not the... Because that's also, let's remember, the artist. They yeah. they are the creator exactly. of their the art. Creator. It's the art that is being sold. Mm-hmm. The artist who then comes with it. Because there's also some artists very much that don't really want to be... Like, they just want to put out the music and then just leave me alone. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, fine. Life, yeah. But then this whole industry comes in and tells you kind of how you have to do it. Almost telling you, no, it, it, it would sound better like this. And yeah, yes, there yeah. are like, you know, your producers, your engineers who mm. understand understand the craft of it. Yeah. But then you have the big men in suits. And I don't know why I just see like big white <laughs> men in suits yeah. with briefcases telling you to <laughs> sign the dotted line. Where also, another thing is how many artists have been swindled out on a fucking shit deal? And the... I'm sorry, yeah. the people know that they're, 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 they're dubbing you. What is the Dubbing you? What, what's duping the word? You. Yeah, they're <laughs> duping you. Yeah. They know. 100%. They know. So, like, really, are you a lover of music and art in that way? Or are you just trying to get money? They're trying to get money. <laughs> <laughs> and this is, and I think this is where we all have to be really strict on ourselves as mm. well. Because there is, it's difficult because it depends where you're coming into one of these kind of agreements and it. There's an element of accountability, not a lot, because obviously if someone says, I think this even happened with that hazy kid, actually, not long ago. Like there was an amount of money that was presented to probably his mum because he's super young. Mm. He's not an adult. He can't sign anything himself. I think apparently she had taken whatever that deal was. And then when someone else saw it, they were like, yo, this doesn't make sense. Like mm. you could do better, essentially. But a lot of a lot of artists don't have that kind of mm. qualification if you want to be able to interpret Oh, so when you as an industry sees this song and the response it's getting on social media, you're able to equate that into this profit and yeah. this length of time that is successful and mm-hmm. all of these different parts that creators are not thinking about when they create mm-hmm. their stuff. A lot of the time it's just, oh, that line really, really, well. okay, let's just make yeah. that happen. And I think Lauren Hill, again, is a great example of mm-hmm. she made a sick album Obviously, whatever else was going on in her life happened, but it clearly showed that she was not going to conform to what the standards of the industry was, where Mm. it's like, all right, you've dropped this album. We need another one in two years. And then you have this five-year deal, so we need one pretty much every two years. And it's like, as you say, creativity doesn't work like that. Mm -mm. You can force people to be like that, but you're not going to get the best art 
But then again, it goes to, do they care about that? No. It's like, no, that's why we're giving you this producer, yeah. this producer, because we're going to make this and then it'll go out and don't worry about it. But then that also yeah. even ties into DSPs and mm. your Spotify's and all that. Because I always, I find it very, very interesting that essentially I see Spotify, Apple Music, all of that as the middleman. They're the middleman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like they and would have nothing. And yeah, they would yeah. have nothing if it wasn't for the artist to create. Yeah. Like creating. And also if it wasn't for us then listening on those platforms. So why is it artists get paid pennies? Please? <laughs> I don't know why they do it as badly as they do do it. Because Is it it doesn't make sense. Like it just doesn't make sense. People can get paid even double the amount that they pay us now and it's still be profitable. So Is it exploitation? It is 100 percent. We say this is, as yeah. this is going out on DSP. Yeah, literally, it's, this is a thing. We might get cancelled. <laughs> but it's mad because, like, let's say Bandcamp. Bandcamp seems mm. to have the best model in terms of artist to audience um, dynamic that you can have. Yeah. It can go straight to your audience. They have direct access to what you're doing. It's still a middleman, but yeah. they will allow your audience to pay whatever they feel that they want to pay for instance mm. so whilst a thousand streams on spotify is equivalent to about fiverr someone might hear energy and be like you know what? i love this song um here's a fiverr mm. <laughs> straight away yeah, rather yeah, than yeah. having to listen to it a thousand times or getting a thousand people to listen to it once or whatever the ratio is going to be but that just doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense that you're going to commit your life to something and then if you get a million streams which is a big number, really, but you're getting a million streams, you get five grand, which is a nice number. But even but still... How often are you getting... Like, unless you're at a certain point in your um, artist journey mm. to get a million streams each time that you're releasing something, especially now when they feel like you have to release something really consistently once every few weeks, once mm. every month, make sure something's out. It's like, wow, how? Yeah. what is the engine I have that's going to be able to make this sustainable? Yeah. It's tough really tough it is i think i want to loop back to where i initially started with this and obviously talking yeah, about on. egos and stuff yeah because i think <laughs> i mean then obviously when you look at the journey and mm. obviously like what artists have to go through and stuff like that i can get also that maybe what might be deemed as ego is people setting boundaries yeah i mean which i think is very healthy yeah. Some people might be like, oh, they're so stuck up or whatever. Well, really, it's just like, that's my boundary. Yeah. I've or been maybe here. You could have shouted to me in the event yeah. <laughs> rather than the after party where maybe you want to do an actual human being. Mm. They're probably exhausted as well. Mm. Like, yeah, it could be all big parts of that. But at the same time, I mean, for instance, when I was waiting to go in this venue, um, there was like people pulling up automatically going to the front because obviously yeah. they believed that they were more important than others. <laughs> Um, which when I'm actually, and I'm not going to name any names, but when I'm actually kind of looking at your career path, I'm like, well, why don't I just go do that then? Mm. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, you're, just, you're an influencer now. Yeah, yeah. Like, because you went on a particular show. Like, okay, which is open to the public. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I think, but then again, I'm also like, how much is that down to your personality trait as well? Because I've also met some artists that are bigger than some mm. that have Super less humble. of an ego, yeah. uh, less less of an ego. And you can then generally feel that they create this music because they actually love what they do or mm. they are so, like, humble in a way that it's just... Because I don't expect everyone... Like, I don't know how I feel about it. You must be humble. Like, someone believe in your yeah, greatness. Yeah, yeah, like, course, you're yeah. good, you're great. Yeah. But this this idea that 
you're better than everyone else. Mm. I don't know if I can fuck with that. And like I said no. to you in the car though, because <laughs> then also I feel like a lot of people want to go in this journey. I mean, in this industry for two different reasons. Well, like two main different reasons, either because it's the talent yep. or they want to chase the popularity. They just want to be popular. So then some people actually, <clears throat> there's my quote, <laughs> they want to be known by everyone, but they don't want to get to know anyone. Mm. So they just want everybody to know them Look, everybody, look at me. Look yeah, at me, yeah, what yeah. I'm doing. But shut up. I don't want to hear <laughs> from you. Don't tell me a thing. <laughs> I don't want to hear from you. I don't want to talk to you unless you are higher than me and I can get yeah. up to your level. Anyone below me, I don't want to know you. And I mean, I'm not saying everyone in the industry is like that because they're absolutely not. But obviously there are people yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And it looks hella salty though. If you like, because the way it's like popcorn careers, the way one minute you're hot and then you're not, <laughs> then it's like, oh, right then. Oh, okay, but you were acting like that <laughs> in the function. Mm, okay, Jackie, that sounds salty. I'm not salty at all. Like, but yeah, it just kind of. I just don't know about the industry events are for me. I was about to ask, do you do you see yourself as industry now, and do no. you enjoy being in the industry? For, not just like industry yeah. events, but like you're in. You know, you're in the industry. I'd yeah. Say yeah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely would say I am. Like, it's interesting as well because it's like, okay, I'm on a rate. Well, I'm part of a massive um, broadcasting station. Yeah. Like, it's massive mm. anyway. And obviously, it's got your different stations. But I do also feel this level of, which is really interesting mm. because obviously, I'm on BBC Radio London. It is local radio. Mm-hmm. It's not your one extra. It's not your Radio mm. One. Um, but at the same time, it's still a platform to play music. And I actively go out and source my guests. And there are definitely some responses that I would get from people that I'm like, okay, raw. Or like, no response, which yeah. is fine because it's like, it's not, I don't like, I don't need a response from you. Fine, you could be busy, it's not the right time, whatever. But I definitely, people, I feel like if I was coming from, I'm on one extra, yeah. it's different. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. essentially, I'm like, you don't know who's listening. Like, you really, really... This is BBC. you got to understand, some other radio presenters or producers are listening to other radio shows to see who else is out there. Like, yeah, anyone yeah, that's yeah. really on it is going to see. So you really, really don't know yeah. who's listening. So remember that, please. <laughs> <laughs> but, Talk to Amelia nicely. <laughs> you know, no, not even that. But in terms of, like, do I think I'm industry now? Well, I definitely say I'm in the industry. I'm, mm. I still feel very new. Like, yeah. I'm still learning. But I think also this is the best time for me, though, because I'm just consuming. Like, everyone and anyone I meet, I go with the mentality of, you could teach me something new. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. think I'm better than anyone else. And I never, ever want to think I'm better than anyone else. Whether I've been doing this for 20 years, yeah. I don't want to ever lose that freshness of, like, coming in and like also because there's also some people i've had on my show that gen- that will tell me on a regular basis like, mm. i mean i'll never forget that like you you were my first person that got me on like a bbc radio station and like you were the first person to ever interview me like i'll never ever forget and i don't want to ever lose the impact of what that can do for people just yeah. because i'm getting no's from here or yeah, nothing yeah, yeah, or whatever because yeah, yeah. best believe obviously i'm not doing this just to stay on one level like i'm of gonna grow of course <laughs> but it's inevitable but then moving forward, I think no, I wanna I always wanna remain real. Jelly from the block. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Would you I'm say still. your industry? Would you say you're a bit bougie? That's two different questions. <laughs> I feel like the bougie one's a bit loaded. Like what are you say? <laughs> Would you say your industry? No, I wouldn't. Why? Um I think <laughs> this might sound mad, but I think I'm like the complete opposite of industry, if I'm honest. What's the opposite of industry? Um Independent. 
Yeah. Okay. I, I think you. I'm super. I, I think I'm super DIY in it. Like even if I go to a music event or a music function, it's typically an independent one. Mm. Like someone has set this up. Who that person and you, you might even know each other or you know someone who knows. It. It's not like difficult for you to get in contact with the people who've created this thing. And I think yeah. I'm just part of the music sphere. That's very much like. Uh, it's just DIY I guess isn't it? And that's not to say it's a better space Because believe you and me there's, there's egos in this space Where people think they're better than other people And they don't want to work with this person Or don't want to do this show etc hmm. And I think Name names I'm joking no, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm I think there's a real balancing act though Between trying to like Establish your own worth mm. And your own value in your time And some of the stuff that you might do And might not do in fact Um but yeah, I think because I've never had any kind of label back in or any mm. kind of distribution back in or any kind of just anything that I would associate with the industry. Right, um, yeah. I wouldn't say I'm industry. I just put my foot in the industry, but mm. like I'm, I don't think I am. So if, if someone like within the next month or so you were presented with a label deal, would you mm. take it? Depends on the deal. That's it. Okay, I would never yeah. like shoot anybody down for signing a label yeah, contract. Yeah, yeah. I, there was a point in my life I was like, labels right there. Oh my God, how dare you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah, like, yeah. work phase, isn't it? But yeah. I'm very much more um, balanced with it now because mm. label deals help loads of people. Yeah. Loads and loads and loads of people. Like, And as soon as you are signed to a label, there are still some benefits that come with it. Yeah, yeah. Some. Yeah whether that is the networks that they have now or mm-hmm. the fact that you know, at least for a limited time, they should be putting everything into or a lot into you yeah. to make sure that they recoup <laughs> the bare mm. minimum kind of thing. So yeah, I'd look at it, definitely look at it. And if it sounded like, oh, this makes sense, then I'd run with it. But I don't, I don't know if I foresee that in my future, if I'm totally mm. honest. If it comes, it comes to Go right there. What if I set up a label when I signed you? Let's do it. <laughs> let's I do wouldn't it. know what I'm doing, let's you know. Do it, yeah. do you know well, what? Like, all right, so let's do it, man. We'll be in here. Let's carry on. I've been I've been told a few times, oh, Amelia, you should become like a manager or something. I'm thinking, stop it now. <laughs> Just because I know how to That's talk. a whole, that's, no. that's a lot. But Being managers manager, though, yeah. managers though. That's, managers. that's a good combo as well. Yeah, managers, <laughs> isn't it? Because some managers. managers will actually be for you, and some will be against you. Because I've, Lock I've blessings. Honestly, <sighs> I've spoken to some artists and then spoken to their managers, and I'm like, why? You not work together? Yeah, <laughs> like, like why is your manager so difficult? Like, oh, it's not professionalism. Like, not, I think people need not. to understand the difference between, like. Firstly, if you're a manager, you need to be a people person. You need to be a people person. And you cannot have the attitude that you believe that your your artist should have. Like, if yeah. I'm expecting anyone to be bougie, let it be the artist. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> For real. This manager, like, oh, or they just, it's like, some, like, remember, we're dealing with people here. Yeah. Like, stop with this, like, yeah. just fake professionalism. Yeah. <laughs> stop it. It's so annoying. <laughs> so annoying. Like, sometimes it's like, especially if I've known the artist like, on a personal level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. like, oh, you're going to have to go for my manager. Cool. Cool. 
the next minute I'm not even getting a reply from your manager or like you're calling me you don't know what the situation and yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. oh my god like <laughs> managers like honestly and there's some managers that are incredible and they're great yeah. to work with and actually those are the ones that I've ended up keeping a relationship of with of course because, because I'm like just <laughs> when you get the music send it to me like whatever yeah. and I appreciate those and those are the ones actually that have a lighter touch yeah. they're just more like oh yo Amelia check this out or rather just oh can you tell me just yeah, just yeah, please yeah, it's too much <laughs> <laughs> or you're also you're not reading the room in terms in terms of like asking for money, bro. You're not reading the fucking room. Oh man. It's it's really <laughs> annoying when it's people you know as well. Cause you're thinking, where did this hat come from that you've just thrown on your head and now you want to ask mad quick because you they will know the setup as well. <laughs> it's like if you know the setup not comply but come on like you know what goes behind this and what goes into this because even with stuff like doing events and then you want to book something like oh yo obviously come through do this and it's like you will get paid and everything yeah but then it's just like all right cool let me speak to my manager because the manager has a vested interest Mm. in what the artist is doing and i remember there was one artist i won't say names but we were Mm. like we're friends and everything and Mm. when they directed me to their manager the whole thing went left like not <laughs> like we had an argument or anything but it was like yeah i don't think you want this person to yeah. have opportunities because what you're asking for doesn't make sense yeah this is a small to medium-sized gig we're talking about the remuneration is not grand like yeah. it's gonna be nominal if yeah. we're really like but with where the artist is and what they're doing and what i know that they want to do in the near future but where they're at right now this makes so much sense so why yeah. are you going on like you're expecting to do the o2 next because <laughs> it's not happening and the thing is i can understand though where it's like you like we were saying earlier like equating your value and mm. like learning okay cool because you can't say yes to everything which i get but also i think there's a flip side to it yes sometimes it's the manager blocking but also sometimes it's the artist saying to the manager can you say no because <laughs> i can't say no to them <laughs> yeah that definitely, definitely i'll happens. hide behind my manager <laughs> like oh bro i would love to do it but let me chat with my manager my manager said no yeah, you know <laughs> let me not even feel like i've never done that before <laughs> i can't like there's no time it's like i don't know how to say no to and you know a lot of the times that might be like the more um like the community stuff sometimes where i'm like yeah i know i can't do this but yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna default this into somebody yeah, yeah, else yeah. or delegate this into somebody else it's happened a c- one or two times yeah. but yeah yeah and why, and why didn't you want to do it it just wasn't for me yeah like there's certain things that people and again i think it comes down to that perspective of who maybe they think i am mm. which it might have been where i was at a certain point but yeah. it's like i'm i've left that kind of phase of thinking or those initiatives kind of thing and it's like uh I'll let someone else deal with this one. Just mm. <laughs> just because sometimes you just can't be of it. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. And like, you can't say yes to everything and then you're just tying no, yourself you out. You're Definitely just tying yourself out, doing every gig going. And yeah, and also ultimately you want to start moving up, innit? You want to mm. start, yes, you could do so many of the same kind of things, but it's like, nah, now nah, I need to start like just saying no to certain things to allow myself to say yes to yeah. other stuff. So yeah, it's fine. But managers still, there's like, there's some that are just difficult. <laughs> we should chat to a manager as well. We should. Know. Well, 
right. Well, I'm not gonna name names. We'll see if I could get him. We'll see if I could could get him. He's doing very, very, very well in the industry. Um, but I think he's definitely bougie as well. He's definitely bougie. So we'll unpack that. (laughs) (laughs) That bougie ness. Where does this come from, really? (laughs) Like, bro, I know you grew up in the ends, bro. Why are you bougie now? But it's it's not to say anyone from the ends can't be bougie. So, and I guess when you hit a certain level in the industry because yeah. of money in the music yeah, industry yeah, yeah, like yeah. when you're at that point which again is another differentiating mm. factor you probably have different experiences and if yeah. you do that for long enough they will soak into your identity a bit somehow yeah. in it so yeah man even though someone might have started in the end so probably like well, yeah it's true isn't it because money really does like the more money you get you do change slightly i think even yeah. me and you were talking about it the other day where it's like <laughs> Obviously, like before, when I was like having little shitty jobs and whatever, mm. like, and I had I had friends that were like propping full time jobs and they wanted to go Hackersand, yeah, yeah. and I was like, I can't go. But I I quit. I was like, why are you trying to be bougie for? The real honest truth because I couldn't afford yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that's all. It is, I couldn't afford it. it. But now, it has to be real, isn't it? Honestly, catch me on a Wednesday. Yeah, I'll go sushi stand, but let's go Cheating somewhere like, do you know what I mean? Didn't it? We went to the Shardin, then. We went. Look at us. We went proper sushi stand, but no, it was on a Wednesday before like couple gigs gig, and yeah, that yeah, yeah. which I would do again because I deserve it <laughs> <laughs> and I why deserve not? it I know why isn't not? it I know innit <laughs> yeah but you're not going to catch me down the local chicken and chip shop now no no you're too good for that no, you're I not just, used to that no now. but to be honest <laughs> I've never really liked chicken and chip shops anyway so no I hate them it's fine exactly. <laughs> I actually hate them like, exactly it's all fine. trash all trash but yeah. But yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's some things to get off that my was, chest. Yeah, you feel like you've <laughs> yeah, still come just out. Industry, how do I feel about it? You don't really know. I've never felt that. You know, I'm joking. No, but yeah, it's just ego, which I think, again, is a personal decision that you make on the type of person that you're going to be. Um, Let me ask you, though. Mm. So, say that event, for instance, that music industry event that had influencers, from your experience, what's one thing, one main thing that you would change? Like, say it was your event and you uh. were going to do the next one. What's one thing that you change? I think I would change. Oh, why is my phone on, on silent? Listening to us, so you I know. know. <laughs> um, I think what I would do. So yeah, actually, what I would do is I would do a music event that it's strictly people in the music industry, mm. and and I'm not saying that because influence still have influencers have a lot of power in mm. influencing. You yeah, know what I mean? They might use your music for a latest post. However, I just, I looked at that room and I thought to myself, I know so many artists that I feel like would have really benefited being in this room mm. and having those conversations. So I think that's something I would do moving forward. Like, yeah. just to kind of bridge that gap a little bit more where yeah. it seems like there's some parts of the industry just seem inaccessible. And it's 100%. like, you need to know someone to know someone like... It's about opening up those doors. So I think that's what I would have done. But at the same time, I could still also get it though, because it's like, I guess if you are, you know, you're having an event where you have got big names in the room, you almost don't want people to just almost act with no behavior. <laughs> no, but. Wait, if you're you not, just no, 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 Oh my god! Like, like, do you know what I mean? Like, you're not gonna open it up to like the, the public, which I can mm. understand. Maybe they're a bit more selective of like, okay, these particular people have been in these spaces quite yeah, a lot, yeah, so yeah. there's there's this etiquette. Which at the same time, I guess what I'm talking about is this etiquette of nobody can chat to me and whatever yeah, yeah, to break yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah. But however, yeah, I personally would create a party or event that has people of all levels 
in the music industry and like in like what's the word um instigate some networking like have some yeah, moments yeah, yeah. of like just chat, man. Just, chat, like, just come and get pissed. Chat. Like, <laughs> do that as well. But, but sh- whole type. Shots. But the thing is, whole type fusion though that they have, um, they have networking events normally at Box Park in Shoreditch. Okay, dope. And um, I know they have got another one coming up soon. Now they move to like Shoreditch House and stuff. So they're they're pretty much doing that stuff. But again, that is really like, like grassroots artists. I'll yeah, say yeah, like yeah. from the ground up. But at the same time, don't shit on these these platforms now because when they grow. Do you know what I mean? When that's they the grow thing. and they're growing with the same artists that they've been supporting, yeah. like please. But yeah, that's one thing. I don't know whether I'm supposed to ask you because yeah, <laughs> not everything's reciprocal. Isn't it? I like, know it is. It's true. It's true. It's true. But <laughs> yeah, okay. Down. So, do you have an in fact or an in opinion to share today? I feel like this episode has had a lot of opinions. Yeah, so <laughs> we got to level it out with a fact. Ooh, do I have a fact? Okay, a fact. Mm. Apparently, I do believe this is a fact. Okay. No, because I did research it, but yeah. I, and it was actually... Um, Fake news. No, no, there was research that was done into this. Yeah. The most popular song of all time is Spice Girls. Ah, oh, which was the one? Uh, Ziggy Zig? Ah, what's oh, that one? Oh, I want to be my Yes, lover. that one. That is the most popular song, or recognisable song, sorry, oh. of all time. Okay, which one is it? It's recognisable, because I remember they did their research and it said something like, within zero point two seconds people already know what that song is and i'll start singing it they measured it a bunch of against a bunch of other really popular songs but that's the okay. most recognizable song of all time okay i didn't know that i used to love spice girls i think everyone did you know? i was obsessed with them because i definitely was on this i don't like the spice girls no they're crap really? girls yeah, yeah, yeah and i know yeah. all the words yeah exactly. <laughs> i know all their tunes so, I, yeah. I liked when Mel um, Mel B took over a bit. No, or Mel C. No, the mixture's one. Okay. She was like, I want to make you holla, holla. This is when I, I think... That still. <laughs> I, you didn't know that one. That was when there was only four so. of them. And anyway, so you weren't a true fan. No, I was Do you know what? I've actually... I've got a recommendation of something to watch, okay, right? Go on. Um, and my mom made me watch it. Again, she's got all the lit ones. Um, and it's about, like, the history of hip-hop. Mm. Um, but it was almost like a... Right, I need to find out what it was called. Uh, da, 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 right. da, but I'll say in the meantime, <laughs> a shout out to Paris yeah. because I actually went and watched a shrink next, the shrink next yeah! year. So yeah, I finished it. You as finished well. it as well, yeah. yeah? Dope. Dope series, yeah. Dope in it, dope. Yeah, and I think what Will Ferrell and Paul Rudd did in terms of like how they came across because mm. everyone knows them as comedic actors and comedic writers yeah. etc but how they depicted the characters because it's based off a true story fuck which i was like wait 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 fucked. wait wait this is mad but yeah if you still have not watched the shrink next door it's on apple tv features uh what's his name? i just said their names yeah. paul rudd and will ferrell sorry really real yeah really well done really well written really well acted it does have a little bit of comedy, but it's more of a drama and it will keep you on your seats throughout pretty much each yeah, episode. So, yeah. Go so, then. shout out to The Shrink Next Door. That's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on Disney Plus, it's called Hip Hop Uncovered. I mm. definitely would love it. I would recommend watching it because essentially, so it's starring like Big U. Okay. Have you heard of Big U? See, these are names. Basically, these are it's basically the voices of people that were so important in the hip hop movement, but they've never really like Big U massively co-signed Nipsey Hustle. Um, 
But yeah, Big U is yeah, and it's got like Trick Trick, Haitian Jack, and yeah. Anyway, okay. yeah, 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 These yeah, are like yeah. The side players, yeah, not like, almost. But yeah, how much? Not the artists, yeah, but yeah, yeah. But like how much <clears throat> they were involved in this, and like yeah, very, very, very. Um, oh, really, really interesting. Former Re- leader of the Rolling Sixty Crips, Eugene Big U. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah he was but, active. but also, it really did make me think. Yeah, that like, and I know we're near the end, and I just want to say the thought that like, essentially, obviously, you know, the hip hop scene in America, it it was so linked to selling drugs and whatever mm. because that that for them was a way out of 100. that lifestyle, yeah. which I was thinking about the other day that I'm like, we've had these big dons almost trying to pave the way out of this like you don't have to do this for a living like mm. and now i feel like music is there but then there is this still that culture that it has to be tied with the crime and the yeah, and the yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that which i'm i know for some people that isn't really a choice for mm. some people and that is that you're a product of your environment or whatever but where it is actually a choice of yours that you want to go down this selling drugs thing and yeah, whatever because yeah, yeah. you want to be able to rap about it don't do that because we're going backwards in music. Like we're going backwards. Like a lot of the time, hip hop was also it was a way of talking about the times we were in. The thing? It was a broadcast. Really. Literally, it was about all this stuff about fuck the police because they had to talk yeah, about that, that stuff. Was a broadcast of this is what's happening. Do you know what I mean? Today. They used to call it reality rap. This is what I'm saying. So now it's like. Don't think, oh, for you to rap, you have to talk about those experiences. They were only talking about it because that was their experience and they wanted to come out of it. Mm. And actually, also, another thing that me and my mom were talking about was this idea, because now they talk a lot about the younger generation now. And it's like, Who's we've lost. In the documentary. Yeah, okay. about we've almost lost that, like, the etiquette, like music etiquette as well, of just like having respect, protecting your own, first and foremost, protecting your family, mm. or first and foremost, like, you know, having each other's backs and whatever. And yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. almost that integrity now yeah. is a little bit lost, I feel like, a little bit, like you, you're doing things to better your community <laughs> as well. Mm. Obviously, they, they spoke about some mad shit, but when I do hear, like, particularly drill will kind of always get... um what's the word like painted with like a brush of like it's all negative and again i know some people are literally just speaking from their lived experiences and i can't take that away from them but now if you're like some middle class brother and you want to come in (laughs) and you want that's like me coming through being a drill artist yeah (laughs) but you want to talk about uh, uh, and also it's like remember music we're trying to get away from that like Mm. we're trying to we're trying to get away from it because even when i think about digga d's latest song and the lyrics are very very violent and uh, again, I, d- I don't know much about his life story, but I know he went jail, whatever yeah, like that. Yeah. And that's a big part of his life story. But still, if you do have a choice and a decision to move away from it, please, man. So we can stop in this cycle. Like, yeah, come on. But yeah, Hip Hop Uncovered. Yeah, that goes dope. to the engineering thing again. Yeah, I won't I know, go down into that no. again. Because I imagine on that, because I used to love all Hip Hop docs, and I imagine mm. in that they talk about how like, especially in the 80s where there's a crack epidemic. So, of course, there's so the many people drugs, who are talking about yeah. drugs. In the 90s, you're dealing with police brutality, yeah. stuff like Rodney King that happened yeah. in LA. So, of course, yeah. they're going to talk about, like... But that was also the stuff that when those members of the industry decided, okay, we're going to pick up this narrative, we're going to run with it. All of that public enemy stuff, no, 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 no. You go to the back, chaos one, sorry, no, yeah. no. It's too much positivity. You can't have that. Let's let's run with the drugs and the gangs and yeah. this is the stuff that people in the suburbs are listening to. So we'll make sure that goes there. We still see it today. So yeah, the, and that's why the industry is it's, 
It's a bit weird to me. <laughs> it is <laughs> weird, but weird. this is also because an example that they made of it as well. What's that guy's name again? The snitch with the coloured hair. Six nine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, even for instance, that's someone again almost appropriating that culture. Like, 100. you came in, you wanted to be involved in all of that. And like, I'm sorry, one of the rules of the game is if you're going to be involved in it, if when shit hits a fan, you can't be snitching on everyone like, in the team. Like, you know the rules like, now. But he came in, in to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then first thing, you're jumping up in court. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like, <laughs> they had a lot to say about him. It's just funny because these are like big dons in a game now. Yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. is like, they're like, this ain't the code like yeah. where's the code gone it's mad and also hold tight deb as well she was in um loving hip-hop as well and i didn't realize that she was one of the women that really were doing this in the game but also a lot of them were very attached to doing community work as well mm. it was really about like yes we come from this deprived area and stuff but how could we give back to this same yeah, area yeah, yeah. which again it's like if you're an artist you very much come from these areas i think a big part of the hip-hop culture is to give back yeah, yeah, yeah. it is to like you know you came from this so how do i put back in that so no one else has to go through what i'm 100. going through that's why Big up summer like Stormzy because mm. what is it, the Cambridge yeah uh, with Murky scholarship yeah, yeah, yeah and then there's also the publications yeah, as well it's Murky like books it's sick because yeah. rightly or wrongly you kind of have end up having that responsibility of okay so now this is some of the stuff these are some of the people that you just know are sick as well mm. how can I give them that opportunity as well it's sick like yeah that's the kind of stuff that feels quote unquote it feels hip hop like yeah it does. And it's sick to see that kind of stuff still alive, but it's not, not everyone has that integrity. You're right. I know, but then you've got to think to yourself, like, sometimes it is a question of, well, if if I can do it and I don't do it, who else is going to do it? Do you know what I mean? That's why it's like, it's a bit, it's an unfair responsibility, yeah. but it's, it's there. Now you're in the space. It's kind of like, well, if you don't, there's no, no one. No, I know. And then it's like, what, do you just, you forget where you came from? Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm. And you, we don't want this to be a vicious cycle yeah, yeah, yeah. of Trust. people just growing up in environments where their, their opportunities to succeed are very, very limited. But if yes. you now have come from that, so you understand it and you have the ability to, I'm not saying you have to, but, but it actually it benefits them as well so much when you look at someone like dr dre yeah he wouldn't have this long or sustained legacy Mm-mm. and career if he didn't yeah. along the way say hey snoop dogg hey yeah. eminem hey 50 yeah. Cent, hey kendrick hey anderson pack like all of these really exactly. sick talented artists from the west coast most of them yeah the game etc like mm. feed yourself into what the next gen is doing like yes. talented people are doing behind you because it's just going to extend your legacy anyway if exactly. you if you want to think about it selfishly use yeah. that as your but also inspiration it's, it's giving us that ownership again man because exactly. like we're talking about the white men in suits look what happened to what's it oh straight out of compton dr jane yeah. look you know what i mean yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. this is like we need the ownership back do you know what i mean mm. and, and through your lived experience and your now expertise of understanding mm the industry like somehow someone <laughs> come someone. on say it. Do you know what I mean someone somehow come and just educate the younger generation or like just make sure that this we, we don't lose the integrity mm. in what we're doing and not just creating just stupid music <laughs> just talking about well, ballet up music. a brother and gore him in his chest like oh, yeah, I'm bored. but yeah <laughs> 
That's a lovely note to leave it That's on. That's a lovely note to leave it on. But yeah, man. But no, man. I feel like it's it's good that we have these chats about the industry because we're yeah, both we in to. it in some I way, know. shape, or form, in it. But also, I think it's very important that we touch on other industries though as well because no, even like I tell you, the politics within the acting industry. Someone, I remember. Oh. I don't know if it was you or other people saying no. It's worse. I was Lems. Like, That's why I had to leave that behind. Acting is what I wanted to do. We got to chat. Yeah, we yeah. actually have to chat about yeah, this. Yeah, because that's what I wanted to do. Because I want to know. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> man. If, <laughs> if, ever, if I ever felt like a sellout, it was to in the acting industry, man. Okay, yeah, cool. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll leave that on yeah, that. Cause yeah, because that, yeah. that is a big topic in itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah, okay, yeah. cool. But yeah, yeah man. you've been listening to In Facts Chat <laughs> and make sure you like, share, and subscribe, and also hold tight you if you've been listening to us from the beginning right for till real, now. For real. Or Don't even worry, if you just jumped in. Yeah, we got you, man. We got you. Black hole. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet, enjoy that. Bon appetit. <laughs>